How are we all doing today? Doing very well, thank you. Yes, Not too bad. Okay. What episode are we on? Eight. 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 You were two for you. Two for me, yeah. They allowed me out. Um, okay, so today uh, is my fact, um, and my fact is about questioning. So to get us started, uh, I think we might have touched on this in the past, but did you know teachers ask around two questions a minute? That's 400 questions a day. Can you work out how many that is a year? We did this before, didn't we? With the, with the yeah. teachers. I think it's 400 questions of that way. Yeah. I know none of us are maths teachers, but I'm just thinking any quick maths. I thought that was it per lesson, wasn't it? That's a lot. No. Per yeah. lesson, 400 questions. But how many of those questions are, how are you? Yeah. Good morning. You know, the good morning's not a question, but. Yeah. Have you got a pen? We definitely talked about this. I remember that exact same thing. You go like, yeah. Uh, so we worked with you 190 school days, is it? So grand, so 200. It's a lot of questions. It's a lot of questions. So it's about 70,000 a year or two to three million over their career. Obviously, that depends on how long you teach for. Um, so my that was kind of the start. But really what I wanted to talk about today was kind of how many questions did children or pupils ask? So if you think back to when, you know, toddlers, young children, they ask loads of questions. But I feel like children ask less questions as they get older. Why do you think that is? That's a, that's a fair observation. I think it's probably quite an accurate observation. I'd probably initially stab at it being that the older you get, sometimes you get kind of too cool for school, the kind of fear of asking a question that people might think silly or stupid or kind of that kind of reaction probably is probably you could you could probably do a study and you could probably associate your increased social awareness leads to reduction in questions that kind of toddler doesn't care yeah why what's this how does that happen why is that why is that why whereas as you become more aware of your surroundings as you grow up you begin to actually be very conscious about the effects of the questions you ask and that you, you reduce the questions you ask. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Or is that like, just a, that links there, but the, the, the two don't go hand in hand? Do you become less inquisitive? I mean, I, I know in my getting older, I become more inquisitive again. I'm like interested, oh, what the hell, why is that? Just on just random things, like why does that work? Or what, you know, that's unbelievable. Maybe maybe their minds shut down to things and they're not as inquisitive. Reminds me of that um, that sort of I think there was a study I think either to Kim Robinson or someone touched on it being done by an American um, university and it was all about the use of a paperclip and the creativity around that and the idea that obviously a paperclip is a paperclip and they did a longitudinal study from like four year olds seven year olds so the same kids as they got older and sort of across the board the same kids went from like. 15 different uses of a paperclip to like two uses so as you get older that you become less creative and it was like it was things like you know a metal detector annoying device and all things like that that just random things whereas 
you get to like the age of 14 and just go, it's a paperclip, it holds the other paper. You know, sort of. So maybe, maybe schools, maybe education, we, we kill inquisit inquisitiveness, inquisit inquiry. We kill creativity, maybe. It's interesting you say that because when I kind of started looking up, trying to find kind of concrete evidence or studies of how many questions children ask, it was quite hard and there was no real studies out there. So I kind of started thinking about, okay, going on my kind of prediction or hypothesis that children ask less questions, that's not proven, obviously, but is what is killing questioning? And I came across this one study and I thought it was actually really interesting. It made me think about kind of schools in general. So we reward for having the right answer, but how much do we reward for asking a good question? That's a very good point. And I was just thinking, I thought that was quite an interesting kind of comment, mm. isn't it? You know, how many behaviour systems or policies do you get an achievement point for asking a good question? Mm. Um, and should we? I don't know. It's just I don't know what you guys think. I think that's a, I think that's a good point. Really interesting point. Yeah, I actually thought necessarily that along those lines, but. I suppose it's just kind of good question and then yeah. <laughs> answer it or but, move but, on. Or... But that's possibly fundamentally, and I know we've possibly even touched on this this sort of before, is actually how many teachers ask a question that they, they don't even necessarily hear the answer to. They just want a kind of response because they're, they're too busy to move on or, they, or they, they just answer questions, ask, sorry, ask questions that they know the kids are going to get the answer from. And it's just a kind of like, what's your name? What's brilliant? Yeah, let's move on. It's kind of like, almost like a kind of, social interaction rather than it actually being a purposeful assessment tool or a purposeful kind of formative you know, tool. Because I do think it is questions can be so powerful. Like, you know, you ask the wrong question, think of how that can lead you to a certain kind of path it can lead you down. But if you ask the right questions, yes. how powerful it can have. So, yeah. And it could, it could almost change the entire direction of a lesson. Like, mm -hmm. if, you know, if you've got that freedom where you kind of do a, good, do a bit of kind of off-piste sort of learning, if someone asks a question that genuinely derails the lesson but kind of sends it in a different direction, it can open up a whole new avenue. Yeah. yeah. Do we afford time for creative thinking? Do we afford time for lateral thinking? Is it all too tight? Not tight, sure. I was thinking when I, when I delivered a, a lesson to year sevens, they ask far, they do ask far more questions than year 11 do. It's definitely still occurring there. I wonder, more yeah. interest i don't know it'd be interesting to pick your subject so yeah it might you know there's something that might be down to the, the actual biology of it because you know we always know about kind of like year 11 getting all kind of like shirty and surly and sleepy and tight you know that you know biology behind it is actually the that kind of age needs more rest that age and you know as a school we don't necessarily facilitate that and so actually maybe they their brains biologically sort of don't want to ask questions because they've got more purposeful things to do which is kind of literally growing you know your brain's going for a complete rewire isn't it as yeah. a teenager probably maybe yeah. that's when you said doesn't so you get a bit older that you start being inquisitive again it actually takes that long we may have uncovered and unearthed an entirely new science behind it all in a hundred years when we're all gone someone will be like do you remember that podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, series two finale, last episode. A bit sad, all that. I'm sure it's taken a while this time. Yeah, yeah it's been it's... a not been a drag, has it? But it's just been a lot more COVID interrupted. 
anyhow. And we're just actually doing some, maybe some thinking and we're wondering whether maybe we need to relaunch, rebrand, come up with something new, maybe just you know, to increase that, that listeners, maybe get into the double figures. <laughs> we don't want to lose the ones we've got. No, so retain the kind of loyal, loyal few, limited few, but maybe, I don't know, do we need a new name? What do you think? There's little insights kind of whilst, whilst it was intended on giving teachers a little insight into something. Does it ring tones of education or? Probably not. No? No. no. I could call it little education insights. It's a bit wordy. I don't know. Or do we little know? education? L-E-I. Yeah. L-E, yeah. <laughs> it needs to spell something really cool. But yeah, so um, we're thinking maybe we, we need to for season three or maybe not even a season three it could be a season one of an entirely new brand of of podcast maybe we need new faces new ways of doing it new format of the show do we need to be shorter littler new, new music oh new music bring the horn back reintroduce the horn the horn is gone the horn's <laughs> just over there i can bring it out Give the horn one last blast. Yes, give the horn one last day. And then it's gone. No, no, no. It might make a cut. There you go. Do you need a bigger horn? This is true. Look at that. Links Africa. Um, <laughs> so, basically, yeah. If you're interested, I think the idea would be get in touch. Yeah. yeah. We change the format up, change it the way it runs. Yeah. New faces. We could run a competition to redo the music, redesign the logo, write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Yeah, okay. Someone who's better at editing. <laughs> better at editing, yeah. With the uh, social distance and the sounds not being this is true. wanted it to this be. This is true. Yeah, but for the loyal few that remain our partisan sort of uh, listeners, don't worry, the, 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 the thrust of Little Insights, I'm sure, will still be there. Okay, so some of our top tips for questioning kind of were make sure you plan your questions in advance, plan questions to encourage thinking and reasoning, use a no hands up rule, and big big top tip for me is to I think give pupils time to think before answering. Um.